You're listening to Around the Gorge, presented by the Big Red Sports Network, your weekly destination for Big Red Sports. This week's episode of Around the Gorge is brought to you by Big Red Fueling. Managed by sports dietitian Alyssa Harrington, Big Red Fueling is open five days a week from 2.30 to 4.45 at Bartels Hall, offering both in- and out-of-season athletes snacks to fuel their performance and recovery. On-site staff provide valuable knowledge to inform athletes of optimal snack choices based on exercise and personal goals. Follow Big Red Fueling on Instagram at Big Red Fueling for infographics about all things sports nutrition, including college-friendly recipes, post- and pre-workout suggestions, supplement safety, and much more. And welcome back to Around the Gorge, presented by the Big Red Sports Network. I'm your host, Ezra, joined by Anthony. This week, we'll be talking about women's tennis. If you're interested in listening to other teams' episodes, you can find all of our past episodes on Spotify or Apple Podcast by following Around the Gorge. Be sure to check out our Instagram at CornellBRSN for sneak peeks of next week's episodes so you don't miss out on future content. Now let's jump into a brief exploration of the team. The team is led by head coach Katie Zordiani. She has been at Cornell since 2018 but just became the head coach in 2022. She has played women's tennis at the University of Iowa, earning a spot on the academic Big Ten team for all four of her years there. Alright, now let's look at the players. Ashley Huang, she's a senior from Pennsylvania, and she picked up one win last year. Fatima El Ashram, she's a senior from Egypt, she picked up two singles wins and one double win last season. And Laura Stein, she's actually the only junior on the team, she's from Arizona. She picked up 13 wins, with 12 of them coming from doubles matches. And Lon Mee, a sophomore from New Jersey, picked up 23 wins last season, with 12 coming in a number one spot. Now, the interesting thing about this team is that they are made of mostly underclassmen. So, coming into the year, they were projected to finish near the bottom of the Ivy League this year. The team is definitely in a rebuilding phase heading into this season, and this year can serve as an adjustment period both for their new head coach and for the younger members of the team. You know, as they say, our frosh, our future. Now, let's take a look at how the team did this last week. Last Friday, the team took on Indiana University here in Ithaca and lost a close one with a final score of 4-3. to three. At the time of this recording, the team is getting ready to play Niagara University today at 1 at the Reese Tennis Center, so we wish the team a good luck in their upcoming game. Now we'll hear from the two captains of the team, Ashley Huang and Fatima El Ashram. So now we welcome Ashley Huang and Fatima El Ashram to the podcast, the two senior members and captains of the women's tennis team. So Ashley, how has your spring semester been going so far? Well, um, it's been going pretty well, but unfortunately, the first match of our season against Boston I was playing singles and I ruptured my Achilles tendon. So I am now out for the rest of the season. <laughs> so it's going for sure. That's fair. And Fatima, I'm sure you've had a bit of a more positive start to the semester. <laughs> yeah, um, the semester has been good. Season has been great. Um, unfortunately, Ashley, Ashley's injury got in the way of the lineup, but... It's okay. We haven't been doing too bad, so it's been good. Yeah, but uh, what got you guys interested in tennis initially? Fatima, do you want to start? Yeah, Um. so I kind of played like every single sport you could think of when I was younger, and I think I liked tennis the most out of all the sports, and my mom was just like, let's just, you know, pick that sport and commit to it. Um, so I started competing at eight years old, so I don't really remember exactly what happened, but 
it was definitely my favorite sport out of all the other ones I was involved in. And I think I read somewhere, are you from Egypt? Yeah, I'm from Cairo. From Cairo. And so there is like leagues in Cairo and like it's a high school sport in Cairo. Uh, no, it's not a high school sport. It's kind of different there. Um, but we play national tournaments and then um, you either make it to the national team and play uh, with the national team or you can play inter international tournaments. It's like a bunch of things that's that are also offered in the U.S. Um, but I think I mainly played international tournaments like around Egypt. What about you, Ashley? What got you into tennis? Um, so how I started tennis was that I used to live in Beijing, China for four years before I moved to Pittsburgh, where I've been for like the last 12 years of my life. My mom actually put me in tennis because she thought that I needed to lose weight. And so she put me into tennis and I absolutely hated it for like a good six years before I moved to Pittsburgh. And I joined this one clinic and I was like, oh my God, I actually love this sport so much. So that's how I was like, wait, I can actually make like a career out of this. So that's how I started in tennis. <laughs> Slightly different from Fatima. <laughs> and yeah, going off of a, as was pointing about Egypt, Fatima, I understand that you trained at an academy in California too. So how was that transition from Cairo to California? Yeah. Um, so I grew up in Egypt and then lived there up until my senior year of high school. And my coach back home had went to the academy in California when he was a player. And so, and I wanted to go to college in the U.S. So I um, visited California during my junior year and then decided to go. Um, it's kind of like a boarding school slash tennis academy type of thing. Um, and I spent my senior year of high school there and basically applied, like played USTA, which is the to the national tournaments in the U.S. Um, and then committed to Cornell. So it was good. <laughs> and um, do you guys have any traditions on the team? Um, do we? I don't think we have any like specific traditions, but I don't know. <laughs> because we're like a fairly new team. Me and Fatima joined. It was only five sophomores and four freshmen. All the upperclassmen like left the team. So there was not many traditions that carried over. And I don't think we have started any long-lasting ones that we can I can think of right now. Can you think of something? But you're so right about the young team thing. I feel yeah. like the, reason, the probably the reason why we don't have any traditions is because when we came in as freshmen, uh, Ashley and I, it was just freshmen and sophomore on the team. Um, I can't really think of anything, honestly. I'm trying to think so hard right now. Um, <laughs> I guess we love, we actually love to get Duncan before like every practice. That's every, like a small thing that we do. Every week, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and kind of going off of that point, how, how was it to kind of have total control over the culture of the team and to have like a kind of reset with it just being mainly underclassmen? I feel like as a freshman that came in, like the team that we came in, the sophomores actually dictated more of what the team should be like because we were just very confused. Well, I felt very confused. So I sort of said, listened to what the sophomores told me and they sort of set the tone 
for the team dynamic moving forward. And this is our first year without them. So I feel like this is a year that me and Fatima actually have more of a say in what the team culture and dynamic is versus the last three years. And um, Ashley, as as captains, uh, you kind of lead the team in bonding and doing things kind of outside of the court. So what's your favorite thing that you guys do outside of games and practices to kind of grow that community and bond as a team? I think just like, hanging out at each other's apartments and just like talking and bonding with the team we love like going to texas roadhouse a lot actually so our team <laughs> does a lot of dinners there after practice and just like random stuff like we just like hang out in like wherever's like most convenient where we're all free and i don't know we sort of lacked that the last few years but this is the first time in a while i feel like our team was able to bond a lot off the court than like on the court. So I really know like we have very good dinner rolls at Texas Roadhouse. Yes, we love the rolls. <laughs> yeah. No, they're dangerous. All them buns on the team. <laughs> buns. So there's no like tennis house or like place where you guys do, do you guys live together? We don't actually. Everyone said okay. We used to have one our freshman year where the men's team had one, but so do you guys are you guys close to the men's team? Yeah, we're pretty close. Um, I mean, we usually um, like celebrate together at the end of season and stuff, but especially that we're in season right now, um, whenever we're playing at home, they're playing away, so we don't see them as often. But we're definitely relatively close to the men's team. Mm -hmm. yeah. Also, I have a, a question. So, you know, it's UTR, Universal Tennis Rating. Um, could you explain how that works? <laughs> uh, UTR is just like a scale on how they rate your level from like 0 to like 18, 16 or 17 and it's, they put men and women tennis players on the same scale that's why it's called universal tennis rating because everyone's on this one scale and it goes by like 9.26 like 10.57 just rating like your level basically so yeah. it's not like adjusted for men and women at all no it's so basically how it works is that everyone has a, a rating and their rating is based off of who they beat and the score that they beat them with so like for example it's like competitive if, if they win more than six games in a match which is like half of um the amount of games that you have to win to win that match and then it de depending on who you're playing and what their rating is, it, it like adjusts based off of that. Um, and it's the same rating for women and men. But I would say I think the max for like women is like 13 or something or 14. Yeah. And for men, it's like 16. So if yeah. like if my rating is like a 10 and I play against a man that is that has the same rating, then we're probably the same level. So it would be competitive. Yeah. And then um going off of the uh like the matches and the games, um I remember how at my high school it was five doubles and three singles. Um how does it work in college with the competition? It's three singles, six doubles. Um but no, six I, singles, three doubles. What did I say? The opposite way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> singles and each doubles point is worth half 
of one. So you have to win two out of the three to get one like point. Uh, yeah. And then six singles count as one point. So you want to win four out of the seven points to win like a match against the team. And um, do you guys play singles or doubles? Like, both. You do, yeah. you do both. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So is it possible that in one um event you will be playing a singles match and a doubles match? Yeah, yeah. it's usually like that. Yeah, usually it's like that. You play two matches. Unless like, you have like a single specialist on your team or like a double specialist. But usually everyone plays both. And um, kind of switching gears a, a bit, I think it's very unique that we have two of the captains of the team on the podcast. So what are some of the unique pressures that come with being captains of a team? Oh God, we were just talking. About <laughs> um, I guess I can go first. Yeah, go for it. Um, so basically, like Ashley mentioned, we were technically underclassmen up until this year because um, the year that was older than us have always been the oldest since we were freshmen. So this is like the first year where we are, we have to navigate the team and tell everyone like guide people to what they need to do and all of these things and that comes with people coming up to us with their problems and like we just have to figure it out ourselves and I feel like it's been a good experience so far because me and Ashley have a really good relationship but we also like approach things very differently <laughs> like polar <laughs> um but I feel like because of that it creates a good balance where people feel more comfortable coming to me while others feel more comfortable going to Ashley. And at the end of the day, me and Ashley have a good relationship that we can navigate it in a good way. Um, I don't yeah, want to- Sorry, keep going. No, you're good. I was just going to say, I don't want to go into too much detail, but that's basically <laughs> how it is so far. Yeah, I fully agree with that. Like, we have very different personalities when it comes to dealing with problems. So I feel like that's a good dynamic to have because then like everyone on the team feels comfortable going to a certain person to voice their problems to. Because if we have the same personality, I guess like certain people won't feel comfortable saying anything at all. So like just be able to reach out to the underclassmen and have them feel comfortable saying anything. I think it's a good dynamic to have. And I feel like me and Fatima did a good job trying to create that on our team. And uh, the team... I know um you played uh as was a play league fellow um and uh like how does that change your perspective on like sports and just leadership I have no idea what that is no like for team you like a map d like oh d league d yeah I um yeah so I joined d league last year um and it's basically a organization for underrepresented student athletes. And I'm an international student, so I needed a lot of guidance when it came to job search and grad school and stuff. So I applied to this organization and I ended up getting accepted. And it was a lot, it was very supportive, um, first and foremost, and very accommodating because everyone in the organization is an athlete. And it just like gave us practice on mock interviews, like how to fix our resume, like different jobs that we could apply to. And it's more and it's specific to what you want to go into. So I want to go into finance. So it was people specific 
in that field helped me apply to jobs and um, adjust my resume and all of that. So it definitely helped, helped me a lot in the guidance part of it because I didn't have, I don't have family that worked in the U.S. or went to school in the U.S. So it was definitely very helpful for me. And um, I understand that the women's tennis team is one of the smaller teams here at Cornell, only having 10 players. So what is the culture like on a team that is smaller compared to most of the other teams on campus? I think it's a big benefit of a small team because everyone's close with everyone. I think it's like there's like no like not much like inner clicks within our team. Everyone's just like friends with everyone. And that helps a lot when it comes to like team dynamic because everyone just feels comfortable talking to each other. And like no one really feels isolated in any way. And uh, could you guys just tell me like one favorite moment you've had? in your collegiate career so far? I already know. <laughs> but I don't know what you have to think. <laughs> so basically, um, Ashley and I's season got canceled our freshman sophomore year because of COVID. And our first season we had was last semester. And before we came in as freshmen, we were eighth in the Ivy League. So we had one, one match. Um, so our first round in Ivy's last season was against Columbia and because of the ranking like it's just not expected for us to win because they're higher in ranking and we um we won it was 4-3-2 so it was like the last match was a clinch match and Catherine she graduated last year but Catherine um clinched that match and it's definitely my favorite memory just because it we like proved everyone wrong and also, like, it, it like, paid, like, all the hard work we had done was paying off. So it was just so, it, like, like, rewarding. Yeah, yeah, so rewarding. That has, like, got to be one of the top tier moments during my tennis career here. So I don't know, like, what can really top that. But I don't know. Like, what else? I can say, like, what what memory that I would never forget is that my me and the team was freshman year. Our old coach would make us run um six for hundreds every single week at six in the morning in Barton Hall or on the outdoor track. So that's definitely a memory that I won't forget. But like <laughs> it has really shaped me and Fatima into who we are today. I feel like so that's a <laughs> definitely which is a funny story. I feel like. But I think other memories that I like is that we have to come back early for spring season. Yeah. Um. um for practice and we got to spend so much time together outside of like before school starts and all that so it's like stress-free and like all we do is just hang out with each other and practice together and just like that type of environment is so nice to have I agree and um what goals do you guys have like individually and as a team Ashley um okay so as a team of course like we all want to work as hard as we can every practice, every lift, and just work towards the one goal of doing well in IVs in every single match. And just like working together as a team to achieve this goal, I feel like that's one thing I think everyone can agree on uh, on our team. And overall, just like have a good time together because like it's only four years and just make the overall best of it no matter how rough the situation can get sometimes or like how tough the match is and season and the training and the practices and how exhausting it is just make the absolute best of it I guess like a personal goal I have for myself is 
like I've I'm like a very tough situation to be talking about this because I've been like on and off of injuries my entire career at Cornell so I never really got to play a full season because this is my second surgery within three years at Cornell so I guess a, a personal goal for me is just to like find every positive in this like horrible situation that I found I'm finding myself in and just support the team in any way I can no longer on the court but just off the court in any way that I can so that's like a personal goal I'm trying to set for myself what about you uh I think like Ashley said I think doing well in Ivy's as a team um I mean it would be amazing if we got the ring because I've been wanting it since <laughs> <laughs> um but winning Ivy's is definitely a goal of every single person on the team. And just like working hard and like the process you have to go through in order to win Ivy's is just part of that goal. And something that I want to work on personally, a goal of mine, is that, um, I mean, it's my last season at Cornell and I just want to leave a good impact on everyone. Um, like, I want to have, like, guidance. Like, I want – I feel like me and Ashley have been working really hard on making the team closer and making the team trust each other and have each other's backs. Cause, and I want to leave and have that impact on them so that they can keep it for the rest of their time here and impact the freshmen from next year and everyone that comes into the tennis team after that. Uh, yeah, so Ashley, you just mentioned how you had to not only go through one rehab, but two. So what are some of the like difficulties that maybe the average person doesn't appreciate about an athlete having to rehab back from a serious injury? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> so I feel like a lot of people who don't play like sports to such intense level don't, don't understand that the minute you suffer such a like harsh injury that takes you out for like months to a year, that it is so hard mentally to get back into the sport. Like you can train days, weeks, months in a row, but like it takes a lot of time to rebuild your game to where it was. And I struggled a lot with that my junior year because the knee surgery was my sophomore year. And in my head, I was like, I can play to this level, but my body physically could not perform. So I struggled a lot mentally trying to like get myself over this bump. So I feel like, Tennis is such a mental sport, and a lot of people don't understand how tough you have to be to do well. Like, yes, physically, it's also very taxing, but it all comes down to, like, how you react to every single situation when you're on the court. But, like, just with a lot of injuries, like, it's my second time now. I won't um, – I'm not thinking the same anymore because in the past, I was like, oh, like, I'll get through this, rehab, and play again. But since I'm a senior, it's my final season, and unfortunately, I can't play anymore. It, my career basically ended so <clears throat> I don't know it's just like very tough mentally because you play a sport for like the entirety of your life and to have it just like I don't want I don't want to make this depressing you know <laughs> but to have it just like shattered right in front of your face not expecting to come at all it's very tough for me to mentally accept and I feel like a lot of people who aren't athletes don't understand what it's like to lose the sport that you've been playing for your entire life and I feel like I feel like Fatima, like once season ends, she'll also like lose some of that sport in some way, but like be like very different. Like, but like I don't know, tennis just has been a really big part of our lives, and just to have lost it multiple times is very mentally taxing. But that's why you have to have a really good positive mindset, or else you just spiral. <laughs>
So I lost yeah. the original question, but I hope that answered it. <laughs> no, no, I that, just was, want... that was great. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. All yeah, right. I just want to say that Ash is going through really, really tough times right now, but I just want to appreciate that she uses that to motivate the rest of the team. Like when someone isn't feeling well or if someone is just tired and like exhausted from season, she's like, appreciate what you have. So she uses that to help the team, which is something that I appreciate a lot. And I'm sure everyone else on the team appreciates. Oh, thanks, Fatima. <laughs> and, um, um, oh, no, sorry, Ezra, you go. I was thinking, what is this one thing in the near future that you're looking forward to? It could be related to tennis or not. I applied to grad school. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I haven't um, gotten my decision yet. So looking forward to that and hopefully getting in. Um, but definitely just for a new chapter. It was exciting. Um, the near future is I'm looking forward to getting my cast off <laughs> in eight days at 1 p.m. So I can finally sort of walk on my own. So, yeah. Thank you guys so much for talking to us. We really appreciate uh, you taking the time out of your day to answer our questions. And um, we wish you the best of luck in the rest of the semester and the rest of the season. Thank you. Thank yeah. you so much. Again, we thank Ashley and Fatima for coming on to the show. And now let's take a look at the rest of the women's tennis season. Next weekend, the team will head on over to New Hampshire to participate in the ECAC Indoor Championships. After that, the team will be home for much of the remaining season, with some highlights being March 15th against Columbia, April 1st against Binghamton, and April 15th against our Ivy League rival Harvard. Then they will round out the season with two away matches, with April 22nd at Brown and April 23rd against Yale. So be sure to support our team while you still can. Now to recap some other important sporting events from this past week. The men's hockey team picked up a 3-1 victory against RPI this past Friday. Then, they took on Union on Saturday. They absolutely really destroyed Union with a final score of 10 to 1, scoring six goals in the first period. Yeah, Ezra, I was actually at that game on Saturday, and I have never seen Lina get that intense over a game, and it was just incredible seeing the hockey team dominate in every aspect of the game that night. I wish I could have been there, but I did go to the wrestling match that was Cornell versus Princeton. We destroyed them as well with a final score of 32 to 7. That's all for this week's episode. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed and learned something about women's tennis. Please share with your friends and family and follow the podcast on your preferred platform. These two things help us grow the podcast and publicize Cornell Athletics the most. Once again, you can follow Big Red Sports Network on Instagram at CornellBRSN or reach us at www.cornellbrsn.com. For Anthony and Ezra from BRSN, we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Around the Gorge. Make sure to follow the podcast and our social media at Cornell BRSN, and we'll see you in the next one.